welcome or welcome back to and everything in between. I'm your host, Mela. So I feel like this week has just been so busy, at least for me. Like, I've been doing school all week. I haven't had time to catch my breath. It's been like one assignment after the other. Then I get home and then I do work and then I go to bed and it's feels like an endless cycle at least to me and I'm sure it feels like that to other people as well and just being so busy and just feeling like I have an endless amount of work kind of threw me into the idea of this episode which was heading back to school after COVID and you know, this episode, this can apply to if you're in middle school, if you are in high school, if you're in college, or maybe even if you are heading off to a new job that you haven't been in person at in a while. Because I know a lot of schools in the U.S. are um, back in person full time. I know some places don't have that same privilege, so I'm happy that um, at least my school has that opportunity but with it comes a lot of stress and just feelings of the unknown because we haven't been to school for a year, a little over a year because I've been online for so long, I've forgotten what it's like to go back to actual school. So when I went to school, I kind of felt like I just been dropped into everything and suddenly there were so many more opportunities like to join clubs, to form study groups that we hadn't had before, to get help from teachers, all the stuff that we hadn't had before now springing up because we're in person and I feel like a lot of that comes with stress because it's like, oh my god, there's so much to do. I haven't felt this way in so long. What do I do? It feels like it's moving so fast and I can't keep up. And so I feel like I just have so much to do and I know other people feel the same way. And what I realized is that we have been thrown into everything, you know? We haven't been to in-person school in so long and so this is natural, Feeling like this is completely normal. Everyone is feeling like this. Everyone is feeling like, oh, I haven't done this much work or I haven't had this many opportunities for stuff in so long. Everyone is feeling like this. And I think we feel like, or at least I feel like, I'm all alone and I'm the only one that's feeling stressed and overwhelmed when that's just simply not the case. Everyone is feeling like this and it won't be like this forever. It's the matter of establishing a routine so that you get in the habit of you say, okay, I have this work, I'm going to do it, and we're going to get into a routine so that way I'm not going to be surprised when I have all this stuff thrown at me and I'm going to know how to balance everything. But establishing these routines is going to take time. It's not something that's going to happen overnight. It's going to take a while to figure out what works for me how can I learn best and balance everything out? Because I feel like the only thing I'm doing is school. I haven't had time to read or journal or listen to music or do any of the things I normally would do in my free time this week other than school. And 
again, it's that idea of we have to establish a routine because once we have a routine set out, then we can carve out those times where we can just relax and do what we enjoy. And it won't be like this forever. Something else that's happened when I've came back to school after COVID is that I've seen people doing amazing things over the break. Like people are in all these clubs, they've started these organizations, they're doing great things, and I feel like I'm behind almost. And I often find myself comparing, I find myself comparing myself to other people and saying, well, I haven't done as amazing things as them. I've just been at home stressing about COVID and school and I haven't been doing anything else. And I think that's okay. I think that's perfectly okay because when you're in a pandemic and your resources are limited, it's extremely difficult to come up with all these amazing projects. And you hear about the people that do these amazing projects because they're the ones that are talking about them, you know? Like if you've just created some amazing club, of course you're going to talk to people about it. Of course you're going to talk to people about this project you've started. But the people that haven't really done anything, they're not going to say that because, you know, people think that's not something to be proud of. It's like, oh, well, I didn't really accomplish anything over this whole quarantine COVID break. I mean, COVID is still here, obviously, but when we were in online, people might feel that they shouldn't say anything about, oh, I haven't really done that. So the people that are doing stuff are the only ones talking about it. So it makes it seem like everyone is doing amazing things over this break. And that's not true. It's not true because I know the majority of people I know, they've just been trying to figure things out. And that's all that we can do. We can't do more than just relax and try to figure things out through COVID, try to figure out how we're going to live, how we're going to adapt to this situation. And when people are saying that we should have done amazing things, we shouldn't have. I mean, it's great if we've accomplished these amazing things, but it's okay if you haven't. It's okay. And I often have to remind myself of this because I feel like I should be doing these incredible things when we're in a pandemic. We can't be expecting so much of ourselves. We're putting too much pressure on ourselves to do something great in a pandemic while also trying to figure this out at the same time. And it's really, really difficult to do both at the same time. So we shouldn't be stressing over that. It's just that simple. Um, When I go back to school after COVID, not only I talked about feeling overwhelmed and feeling like we've just been dropped into this where we have so many assignments due, so many tests, so many responsibilities that we didn't have before, but I kind of have a feeling of social anxiety when I'm coming back to school that I didn't have before, before COVID when we were at school or if you were at your job or just in public places, I feel like there was less social anxiety, at least for me. Like I was able to interact with people. I was able to have conversations with people and not feel embarrassed by it or feel like I said something wrong. 
but now I come back to school and it's like I'm overthinking everything. I have a conversation with someone and I'm like killing myself in my head over what I said. I'm like, why did I say that? I sound so stupid. Like, what am I talking about? And that never happened to me before. And I don't know what happened because I know that I'm good at communication, but being off from school and really talking with people every day has kind of made my communication skills lack a bit. And I just, I need more practice with that. And I feel like uh, this has happened to a lot of people. You know, I talked to my friends about it and they said, yeah, like, I feel so nervous to go to school to say stuff to people. And I think part of the problem is that nobody's talking about this social anxiety. Everyone's acting as if when we go back to our everyday lives after COVID or after things have opened up, I should shouldn't say after COVID because COVID is very much still a real thing, but after things have opened up, I should say, um, we feel like stressed and like, oh, I haven't talked to this person in so long. I need to say everything correctly so they think I'm a normal person, so they think I'm interesting, so this person thinks that I'm cool or whatever. And it starts to become a habit of overthinking everything you're saying and saying just the right things so that people will have a good idea of you because you haven't gotten this chance to do that in a while, you know? And this is affecting me because I feel like, why did I say that? And I feel like I dislike myself when I say certain things and I really wish I didn't feel that way. Um, To give you a time, this happened to me. This has been happening to me so much, but it happened um, when I was in class and someone asked me a question the teacher asked me a question and I was like oh yeah I think I know the answer and I said the wrong answer and before COVID I would have been like yeah like that's fine I don't care because everyone gets answers wrong but now I was like thinking about it the rest of the class period I was like why would I say that I sounded so stupid I sound as if I don't know what I'm talking about And I was just dwelling on it for so long. And sometimes I still find myself like lying awake in bed and thinking, oh my God, I can't believe I said that. I sounded so stupid. And then that again, the feeling of social anxiety when you're just saying something and you feel embarrassed. But we don't realize that feeling like this is completely normal. We haven't been talking to people having everyday conversations with people and when we get back of course we're gonna be a little jumpy and we're not really gonna remember what it's like to talk to people in a normal way and that's perfectly okay because with more talking to people the more you talk to people it'll get better I know it'll get better I know I won't be feeling or having the social anxiety forever but right now we just have to remind ourselves that No one else cares what you just said. No one else is going to be thinking about the mistake you made. I mean, can you ever think of a time when you've thought of something someone said for days afterwards and be like, oh my God, I can't believe they said that. No, I can't think of a single time I said that. The only time 
if someone says something, I'm like, that's kind of strange. I'll think about it for like 10 seconds and I'll move on and I'll immediately forget. I'm like struggling to think of a memory of the time or of a time someone has said something odd and I've been like, oh, that's weird. And like, remembered it like I can't remember anything because that's just proving my point we're not going to remember that stuff only you are remembering what you're saying and how it sounds we become our own worst critics and we critique everything we say and it's like it's pointless why are we doing that no one else is remembering what you just said except for you so that feeling of social anxiety is just it's there and it's real and everyone's going through it and it's going to be okay. It's not going to last forever and it'll be okay in the end. Um, not only social anxiety, but it's like I have this sudden need that I need to impress people because when I've been home for so long... I've just been kind of doing my thing. No one's seen me because my camera's off. The only people that have seen me are my family and like my friends. But everyday people, people I go to school with, people in public, whatever, they haven't seen me. So I haven't felt this feeling of I need to look nice for school. I need to appear in a certain way. I need to say the right things. I haven't felt that in so long. And going back to school is like putting me through this again stressing over my outfits am I wearing the right thing is this outfit cute will people think I'm weird for wearing this I mean I I've been thinking about this so much before I go to bed it'll take me sometimes an hour to decide what to wear and that's part of me just being indecisive because I'm a very indecisive person you will come to learn that about me I'm very indecisive, but it's getting to the point where it's like uncontrollable feeling the need to impress people when again, what I said before, no one cares. Like no one is going to remember what you wore to school or how you looked that day except for yourself because people are too busy critiquing themselves and thinking about themselves that they're not going to be focusing on you. And I think that's just a mindset that we need to have is people are not selfish. I mean, people are selfish, but people are going to be worried about themselves before you. They're going to be worried about how they look and how their outfits look, not how you look and how your outfit looks. They're not going to be obsessing over you. They're going to be obsessing over themselves. And we know that's true because we obsess over ourselves. I obsess over my outfit or if I look good at school, and I know that may sound really self-centered to say, and I'm like kind of cringing at me saying that, but it's true. I feel the need to look good at school so people will have a positive opinion of me. And also caring about what other people think. Again, that kind of ties into the social anxiety that's been introduced after coming back to public life for so long inside. The feeling of social anxiety, caring about what others think of you, how I didn't really care much about that before. Um, and that's really hard to get rid of. And I don't think I'm ever going to get completely rid of the feeling of caring about what other people think of me. 
I'm not going to get rid of that. That's just, I think that's just part of who I am. But I definitely can lessen that by reminding myself no one cares. No one is hyper-focusing on you and what you do. No one does that. I don't do that with anyone. I don't, I don't take in note of how they look every day or what they're wearing or what they're saying, how they're saying it. That's just not what people do. And I think not interacting with people, being at home for so long, made people think that everyone is going to be focused on them when they get back to school and or get back to your job or your public life. And that's not true. And we just, we have to remind ourselves of that. Um, something else, I feel like I don't want to, I don't want to sound like I'm listing things. Oh, these are all the bad things that have happened going back to school or public life after COVID. No, I don't want to seem like I'm saying that. I feel like I am. And I also feel like I'm rambling a bit. Like I cannot remember anything of what I just said. So hopefully I make sense. I mean, I can't remember what I just said. So Hopefully I'm not like rambling and going in circles and you guys can understand what I'm saying. That would be kind of annoying if um, that wasn't the case, but whatever, it's fine. But as I was saying, um, something else really big that happens after going back to school, this is more like going back to school because if you're going or going back to middle school and high school, because if you're going back to college, I mean, you have classes with different people and there tends to be large, very large classes. So this more applies to um, everyday school life, but maybe you can connect it to your own life. And that's seeing friends that you've drifted from. And I think this is a really important topic. Like, (laughs) I feel like seeing friends you've drifted drifted from and just being like, oh my god, I remember how we used to be so close is something everyone goes through. But again, it's not talked about. Like, I feel like everyone expects that you're going to stay friends with the same people you've been friends with for years. And again, that's not true. That's just not true. You are going to make new friends every year and you're going to lose some friends, you're going to drift away from some friends, and that's just part of human life. I mean, that's just how life works. You're never, ever going to stay friends with the same people you've always been friends with. You're going to make some friends, you might lose a few friends. If you are losing large amounts of friends every year, now maybe that's not normal, you know, but losing maybe one, two friends every year, that's okay. I mean, our relationships are constantly changing. So back to the idea of that, when I headed back to school, I would see people and I would remember how I used to be close with them or how we even used to be friends before. And I would feel like that's a bad thing that we're not friends anymore. And I would be kind of awkward about it. I'd be like, oh my God, like, I remember when we were friends, I wish we still were friends so this wouldn't be so awkward. But what if drifting from certain people is a good thing? Because at least for me, sometimes when I drift from my friends at first, I'm like, 
oh, what happened? It was so much better when we were closer. It was so much better when we were friends. But then as time goes on and on, I come to realize that maybe drifting from this person wasn't such a bad thing. Maybe it actually helped me in the end rather than hurt me. And sometimes I think that my friends are supposed to be the same and that if I've drifted from them, it's just completely bad. But again, that's normal to drift from friends and it can be a good thing because when I'm thinking, I'm thinking about, I've drifted from a lot of people, especially with COVID because, you know, the people that are really your best friends or your closest friends, you're going to continue to talk to, but the people that maybe are your friends, but they're not your best friends, you're not going to keep talking to because during this time of being home all day long, you're going to go to the people that you love the most. And that's okay if that's not all of your friends. I don't want to make it seem like I'm saying, well, you're only going to go talk to the friends you actually like. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying you're going to rely and come back to the friends that you are truly the closest with. That's not to say that the other people you haven't really talked to during being at home all day aren't your friends, but they may not be as close with you. And there's a reason that you might have drifted. And I know I said that sometimes that can feel like a bad thing. Like I'm not friends with this person anymore. And I remember our relationship and our all the memories we had together. But again, as time goes on and on, you'll start to realize that this was better for me in the long run. And all the people I've drifted from or stopped being friends with, ultimately my life has become better and I've been better off for it. So that's why I say drifting from your friends, there's always a reason. There's always a reason that you're not friends with this person anymore. And usually it's a negative reason that just you cannot stay friends with this person. And sometimes it's good to drift from them. It's good. It makes you a better person overall because you don't have this negative weight, this stress over a friendship that wasn't healthy in your head anymore. It's not part of your life. And I think that's really important to realize that drifting from friends is okay and it's normal and feeling awkward when you go back to school and you see them in your classes, you see them in the hallways, you see them out and about in everyday life. And you feel kind of like, oh, I miss our memories. That's okay. You can still miss the memories you had with your friends while also accepting the fact that drifting from them was probably the best decision and was probably for the best. Now, I know that sometimes we have friends that we drift from them because we just are so busy and we forget to talk to them. But you know those friendships. I'm sure everyone has at least one of those friendships. I have several and that's okay because we can still reach out to them and become friends with them again. But I'm talking about the people that you've drifted from and you slowly realize that your life is now less stressful or you have one less toxic relationship and you feel 
like a weight has been lifted off your back. I'm talking about those friends are the friends that we have to accept drifting from them was the best decision. The other friends that we might have been closer with, but we just were so busy, it's up to you. You can reach out to them. You can still become friends with them again. It's the other friends. I think I just restated what I said twice, but that is an important idea and it's hard to wrap your mind around and it's hard for me to think about how it's okay I've drifted from some people and it's okay that I'm not friends with them because our friendships are constantly changing and it's for the best because I'm thinking of several friendships and at first I was sad that I wasn't friends with them anymore but then I realized my life is so much better and you will find that you realize that sometimes about certain people I realize that at least um I think that's a really important thing to know and the most important thing I've been talking about like being dropped into everything not having time for stuff comparing yourselves to others and social anxiety and these are all kind of negative things but the important thing to remember is these things can be managed as long as you prioritize your mental health before school before your job before whatever is going on with you right now your mental health has to come first because if you start falling into this depressive state if you start kind of spiraling into this hole, you will not be able to do the work you need to do. You will not be able to get your responsibilities done. You know, mental health has to come first. And I didn't realize this last year. Last year during school, I would be I would be doing work before I would let myself eat lunch. I would be doing work before getting a good amount of sleep and staying healthy. I would do work to the point where I was like crying from stress and exhaustion and I wouldn't let myself take a break. I I wouldn't let myself. I prioritized school and my responsibilities before my mental health. And it got me into a really bad place. And mental health has to come first. It has to. And I know some people may say mental health that's so stupid. Some people don't realize that the value of having a good mental health is going to be so much more valuable than getting good grades or getting a promotion at work. You have to take care of your mental health before you start anything else. So that's just that's just a fact of life, you know? And I feel like within these past years, um, the idea of mental health needs to be talked about more mental health having a good mental health is important has like surfaced which is great because it's important to talk about mental health it's important to normalize talking about mental health and it's important to realize that your mental health is extremely important because if you don't have a good mental health everything around you starts to crumble i like i think i just came up with an analogy in my head Mental health is like the foundation before you start building a house. And if you don't have a good foundation, everything on top will just fall down. 
it might stand up for a little while, but slowly and slowly more problems build up and the foundation cracks and your house topples over. And that's the case with mental health. That's just a fact of life. Um, I think I, again, restated everything five times, but <laughs> I'm really hoping what I'm saying is making sense. Um, and there's one last reminder that this feeling of working and never having a break and all this stress that you might be feeling from going back to your life after COVID, you have to remember that all of these challenging things will end. All of your struggles, all of the stress you have, that's not going to last forever. All the guilt maybe that you feel from seeing your friends that you're not as close with or all of the stress you have from looking good at school, all of that will end. You will not feel this way forever. You won't feel overwhelmed and confused and scared about everything that's happening forever. I constantly have to remind myself while I'm doing something really difficult, like whether that's for school or stressing over a friendship or just balancing all of my activities, I always have to remind myself that everything difficult, everything challenging has an end. It will not last forever. And that is the most important thing to remember. I remind myself it on the daily. I remind myself when I feel like I'm like, oh my God, I don't know what to do. I'm scared. I don't know how to do this. I'm confused. I feel like I'm falling into a deep, dark hole and I'll never get out. You will get out of the hole. You will. Everything has an end. It may take a long time for you to find this routine of balancing everything out. It may take a long time for you to accept the fact that drifting from a toxic friend was the best. It may take a long time to realize that, but you have to realize that it will end eventually. So I think that's all I have for now. Um, this was the first full episode. I was going to say that in the beginning of the episode. I was or, yeah, or the beginning when I started talking, I was going to say, oh, um, this is my first full episode, by the way, so that's exciting, but I forgot, so I'm saying it now. Um, this is the first full episode. That's so exciting. I really hope that you guys found something I said to be helpful or you found some comfort in knowing that you're not alone or if you're struggling with any of the things I talked about to know that I'm going through this as well and so many other people are going through it too. I really hope you guys can realize that. Um, I think that's all I have for now. So um, follow me on Instagram for updates, what platforms my podcast is available on, um, all that stuff at and everything in between podcast. That's the username. If you're listening on Apple podcast or any other platform you're listening on, if you could hop on Apple Podcasts and you want to leave a review, that would mean so much to me. Um, I would really appreciate it. But I think that's all I have. So I will see you guys next time. And thanks for listening.